there's really no denying that there is truth behind these four basic human needs and we all find ways to meet whether they are healthy ways or not we find ways to meet these needs those four needs are connection consistency inconsistency and significance now when we meet at least three of these needs we find ourselves with an addiction Hey there, I'm Renee, a self-proclaimed shopaholic turned minimalist. In just three years, my family and I downsized our house, paid off debt, and I learned to make passive income online so I could work anytime, anywhere. We did all of this in pursuit of a life of more freedom, flexibility, and fun. And the crazy part is, the more I detached from my stuff, the more I was able to let go of pesky habits like people-pleasing, saying yes to everyone, and being who I thought I was supposed to be rather than showing up authentically as who I am. That's why I want you to see the Unstuffed podcast not as a place for all things decluttering and organizing, but rather as a place where together we can unload it all. From donating those pants that no longer fit to bidding adieu to those relationships that have run their course, I want you to see our time together as a time where you can unwind, let go, come as you are, and there is no need to apologize for the mess. So let's shed some layers, drop some dead weight, and start living a little less stuffed. Welcome to the Unstuffed Podcast. Hey there. So you know how I always talk about how for me, decluttering wasn't just about decluttering, right? Like my end goal wasn't to have a pretty white aesthetic minimalist house. It was so much bigger than that. My goal for starting minimalism was to eliminate any of the stuff that was holding me back from showing up for this life as I was meant to. I knew I had been playing it small. I had spent my life settling for small wins like shopping sprees, new cushions for the couch, when what I really wanted was to speak on stages, spread messages of hope, and maybe write a book one day. More than anything, I wanted to put my talents, my livelihood, and my life to good use. I didn't want to get to the end of my days and realize that my biggest accomplishment was having an amazing shoe collection. Is that really what I wanted to be remembered for? Anyway, I learned to declutter my life and my house in a way that helped me not only declutter my space, but release major emotional baggage that I had been carrying around since, well, forever. <laughs> Decluttering in this way allowed me to align with my highest self, gain a clearer perspective on who I want to be and how I wanna show up, and more than anything, it was like I was peeling back the layers that I had used to cover up my true authentic self. Like I was stripping away at the varnish and the paint and the lacquer just to find out what the original product had looked like. Over the last few years, I have given you the tools and the guidelines for clearing clutter from your home. But now I want to take it up a notch and help you clear clutter from your life from your soul, so you can start showing up for this life that you've been given the way that you were meant to. If you love the idea of a spiritual declutterathon type transformation, where you not only declutter your stuff, 
but completely transform your life so that you can make quantum leap towards the best versions of you, then you are not going to want to miss my quantum leap declutter workshop that is happening June 11th. This is going to be a 90 minute powerhouse workshop where I promise you, you will leave a totally transformed person who is fully loaded with the motivation to not only tackle clutter, but to completely transform your life from the outside in or maybe the inside out. <laughs> My point is both your internal world and your external world are bound to make giant shifts for the better after this workshop. And I hope you join me for it. If you can't tune in live, don't stress. You will still get access to the workbook plus a recording of the session 24 hours after we go live. We are halfway through 2023. And if you feel like you've been lagging behind on making the big changes you want to make when the ball dropped six months ago, now is the time to get back on the bandwagon in a way that I bet you have never tried before. Head to the show notes to sign up or go to reneevenice.com forward slash QLD to save your spot. That's reneevenice.com forward slash Q for quantum, L for leap and D for decluttering to save your spot. And I hope to see you there. Hey there, it's me, Renee. Welcome back to the Unstuffed Podcast. I have some exciting news as of this week. The podcast is now available on Audible. So if you have Amazon or Audible, you can now access the Unstuffed podcast on there, which I know is really handy for some because I'm definitely an Audible listener. Uh, when it comes to my workouts, I love having my audiobooks there. So my podcast is now available for you there as well. Before we kickstart today's um, super juicy episode that I'm really excited to dive into, I wanted to take the time to read one of my latest reviews for you guys. Um, this is from CK Nuke. I, I definitely said that wrong. Uh, this review says, brings such a deeper meaning. Renee is the one who got me on my minimalist journey. I love her fresh take on things that everything doesn't need to be perfect in a glass container and your home doesn't have to have that perfect minimalist aesthetic. Living with less is about so much more than removing things. It's about living intentionally. And Renee really delves into this topic. Love this podcast. Thank you so much for this review. I absolutely love reading these, you guys. If you are a longtime listener of the podcast and you haven't left a review yet, it would mean so much to me if you took two minutes to do that. Not only do I love reading them, but I love being able to uh, read them back and share them with you guys. Yeah, so definitely it means so much uh, that this podcast has been growing the way it has in a little bit over a year now. Uh, so leaving those reviews, taking the time to share with your friends, all of that stuff just lights my soul up. And I want you guys to know how thankful I am for all of you. Um, and I love knowing that what I'm doing is serving you in some way as well. So, okay. This is a topic that um, has basically been stewing on my mind for the last 10 years. So I'm really excited to talk about it. We're going to talk about how to 10x your declutter sessions and how to do that with way less effort. Ah, I'm just so excited. I can't even, let's just go. So there are a few kinds of people who actually enjoy doing things like decluttering, cleaning, and organizing. But let's face it, 
those kinds of people are pretty few and far between. Like I definitely didn't used to be one of them and now I am and it's still kind of weird, but getting the motivation to declutter or organize is really impossible for some people. And it seems that the messier our houses get, the more overwhelming it all becomes, right? It's just a vicious cycle. But that being said, there is a way to amp up motivation that encourages people to not only start decluttering, but to in fact declutter up to 10 times more stuff in one sitting. So I hope you're ready to hear me out. This is going to be amazing and I guarantee it's something you haven't heard before. One of the reasons so many of us accumulate so much clutter in the first place is due to those really fancy marketing techniques and the constant stream of temptation being broadcast to our phones and computers on the daily. If you miss episode 67, Influencers Aren't the Problem, You Are, I highly recommend going back and giving that one a listen because it's kind of aligned with that constant stream of influence that we are always being given. Now, we might think that these ads that we see suck us in with their quality products or bargain prices, but the reality is that they are tapping into our emotions by making us believe that their product or their service will meet one or more of our emotional needs. Now, I say why not beat them at their own game? But before we get to that, let's cover those emotional needs and what they are. These are something that I first learned about from Tony Robbins. Whether you love Tony Robbins or you're not a big fan, there's really no denying that there is truth behind these four basic human needs. And we all find ways to meet, whether they are healthy ways or not, we find ways to meet these needs. Those four needs are connection, consistency, inconsistency, and significance. You might want to write those down. It's pretty handy information to have. Now, when we meet at least three of these needs, we find ourselves with an addiction. And the thing is, the temptation to buy something new can easily trick us into thinking that we are meeting several of these human needs. So here's an example. Imagine there is a new type of drink on the market alcohol or otherwise. Maybe you see a few commercials where there's like groups of people, they're gathered together, they're sipping this drink and they're talking and laughing and they're probably sexy and they're on a beach and everything, their life just seems perfect, right? And then you see your social media swarmed with influencers who are promoting this drink now too. And then as the influencers talk about it more, your friends are talking about it more and it seems like you can't avoid this drink suddenly. Your need for connection is peaked and you don't want to feel left out. We don't want to feel like we are not a part of the group, right? Plus, you could really use a change up from your same old boring drinks, which would satisfy your need for inconsistency. You're doing something new, trying something different. And there's also a good chance that getting a hold of this new drink might make you feel a little bit more important when you had to work the next day or something, you know, you get to go, Oh, I got this. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this yet guys? Uh, it can kind of maybe meet that need for significance. And of course there's a need for consistency that we have to, but I was trying to come up with a way that something as simple as a new trendy drink can 
easily meet three of our um, basic human needs, our basic emotional needs, um, but they're not really being met, which is what I want to get into next. We have all been played by fabulously done marketing tactics for decades. But I say, why not flip the tables and tap into these four emotional needs, taking a moment to uncover what you could actually go after in your life that would truly meet these emotional needs. Because I mean, the truth is, even if we get the latest hyped up drink, it is not going to be long before that drink is old news, right? How many times do we see this? It won't lead the same things it originally did. And soon there will be another drink, another trend to take its place. This cycle happens all the time with the things we buy, like books, clothing, shoes, kitchen products, workout equipment. The list goes on and on and on. It's endless. We can continue chasing after stuff in an attempt to meet our needs. No matter how short-lived getting that need met might be. Or we can get ahead of the problem by uncovering our own personal true solution for how to meet those needs. And to me, the true solution is asking yourself, who do I really want to be? If you could close your eyes and envision a total dream life for yourself, pause, bigger, I want you to go bigger. Think bigger than that. Whatever you're thinking, go bigger. I want to stop you for a second because I'm willing to bet that you did this classic play it small move. You might have closed your eyes and said, oh, you know, all I really want is just to be happy. Well, my friend, happiness is an emotion that we choose. So yes, I highly recommend choosing to bring more happiness into your life for sure. What you might not be willing to say is the circumstances of your life that you want to change in order to make being happy a little bit easier, because there are, of course, going to be circumstances in our lives that make it easier for us to be happy, right? I'm not saying that if you are currently homeless and struggling and you got beat up yesterday and some stole all your money, you're going to be like, just skip through life. Not at all. But this happiness, that peace is something that we have the opportunity to choose. And yes, there are going to be circumstances in our lives. There are going to be situations that make it easier for us to access that happy emotion. But there's one more catch. I don't want you to imagine having any stuff that you believe will supposedly enhance your life and lead to happiness. What I mean is... When you envision your dream life, leave your dream car, your dream house, your dream closet, your dream wardrobe, etc. Leave all of that stuff out of the equation. We are done chasing stuff, right? Otherwise, what's the point in decluttering? Why are we even talking about this? A better question might be, what would you want to do in your life to meet the last two human needs? Yes, there are four human needs that we will meet, but these last two are ones that are rarely met by people because we stay in our comfort zone of only sort of meeting those first four. 
Because like I said, like I told you before, we meet them in half-assed ways. We don't meet them the way we actually need to meet them. And because we stay stuck in the cycle of satisfying those four basic emotional needs that we have through short wins, we never get the chance to access the last two human needs, growth and contribution. So what do you want to do with your life that would allow you to grow and expand as a human being that might also allow you to contribute to society at large? You know, I once spent a week interviewing new potential coaching clients and a consistent theme that emerged among these women was the desire to have more and do more with their lives. They wanted purpose. They wanted meaning, but they were all shying away from it. While it pains me to say it, I know how easy this is to do because I myself did it for years. I felt like dreaming big dreams only opened me up to potentially big failures that hurt more than the credit card debt and the clutter I had accumulated while settling for less, right? That's why so many of us are playing small because if we allow ourselves to dream, we open ourselves up to the possibility of failure. And because those dreams are so big and we want them so much, the failure will hurt so much more. But I promise you, the only way to growth and contribution and expansion as a human being is being willing to take those risks. So humor me for a second and play it big, just in your mind, really big. What's it going to hurt? You can do it in just your mind. Nothing can go wrong, right? What do you want to be doing with your life that allows for growth and contribution? Maybe you want to work for a nonprofit, write a book, volunteer more at the homeless shelter, start singing in a band or just making goofy content on TikTok because you think you're pretty funny and other people are making a big, but they're not as funny as you. Don't underestimate the meaning of contribution and growth that happens simply by putting yourself out there. If you're making people laugh or sway to music or awing at your art, or making nummy noises at the food that you feed them, you have just contributed to this world, my friend. Now, you know that feeling you get when you do a good deed. Even something as small as buying coffee for the person behind you at Starbucks. What if you could create a life that allowed that good deed kind of feeling every single day? That is how big I want you to dream. Now, let's get to the real question. What the hell does any of this have to do with decluttering, Renee? I think I looked at the wrong topic. Maybe you checked the title of the podcast. You're like, no, I'm still on the same one. She said she was going to teach us how to 10 times our decluttering, right? This all might seem really long-winded and maybe kind of pointless. So what am I trying to get at? I am getting at the fact that you have accumulated all of this clutter in an attempt to meet your emotional needs that cannot be met long-term by stuff. You have got to start expanding your mind and allowing yourself to dream of a life 
bigger than what stuff is capable of giving you? What kind of legacy do you want to leave? How do you want to impact the lives of those around you at the end of your days when you're, I imagine being like in a little old folks home and like, what pictures do you want hanging on the walls? Right? I remember, I don't remember where or when or how I met this woman, but there was a woman in an old, in a nursing home who I got to cross paths with, who had a photo of herself marching with Dr. Martin Luther King. Holy shit. You know, (laughs) what, what a way to live growth contribution. She definitely did both. How do you want to impact the lives of people? What scares the hell out of you? Cause I'm sure that was scary for her, but it's something that you kind of really want to do. And you don't think you'll be complete unless you give it a shot. When you can get clear on this vision and be totally honest with yourself, you have now fueled the motivation you need to begin decluttering any of the dead weight that is holding you back. Because now that you have a bigger picture for your life, you can ask yourself, what's not working? What stuff has let you down? What do you keep hanging on to because you are trying to convince yourself that it will be worth it? Those workout clothes, no, I'm gonna get to them someday, right? Those, those weights, I'm definitely going to use them. That cookbook for sure. What items around you are truly completely wasted? Which things didn't live up to the hype? Yeah, you got an avocado slicer, but you still just slice your avocados with a knife, right? Yeah, there was an egg timer that you bought, but you don't use it. You just use the, the one on the oven. It's okay. There is no shame in admitting that some of the stuff you have is totally pointless. You have most likely been emotionally manipulated into buying or keeping a lot of this stuff, and it has worked on all of us at some point. Because let's not fool ourselves. It wasn't just the marketers who talked us into buying this stuff, right? You've got family members who are going, oh, don't get rid of that. Oh, I would keep that if I were you and say You take it then, because I don't want it. Don't let the guilt associated with these realizations or what other people have to say be the next thing to hold you back. Look around you and get clear about what isn't working. Is it the overwhelming amount of clothing in your house that leaves you with endless laundry and piles of clothes that you never want to fold or hang up? Is it your endless display of trinkets that you gathered while traveling? And sure, they came from a place that you traveled to and you loved it. But are the things actually capable of capturing the magnitude of your experience? What about the mess in the bathroom where you are drowning in products that you have tried but didn't really stick with because you always revert back to your normal routine? All this clutter does is remind you of the failed attempts at meeting emotional needs that were not capable of being met through stuff. So what parts of it are holding you back? The items in our household are really nothing more than that. They are inanimate objects that serve no purpose other than what we give to them. They are not capable of loving you, comforting you, amplifying your worth or raising your self-esteem. 
You, on the other hand, are capable of all of these things. Start giving yourself credit. Stuff cannot compare to the amazingness that you are. You are a living, breathing body with a heart, mind, soul. There is no limit to what you are capable of. Objects around you are meant only to serve you, not the other way around. That's why if you have items in your home that are not living up to their side of the bargain, it's time to let them go. There have been numerous studies that have proven that clutter quite literally drags us down and that our human experience is enhanced when we design a minimally cluttered house centered around our own individual personality. This is what I'm saying. We're not chasing the white minimalist aesthetic. We are chasing a home that is easy to manage and that makes us feel like the best version of ourselves. As you look around your home, take the time to notice which areas are sucking you of your energy. And I dare you to start decluttering there without holding back. By keeping that vision, that reminder of who you want to be and how you want to serve in the back of your mind, start going through the energy zapping areas of your home and simply start decluttering. When you do this, of course, you might find yourself super amped up, which can cause you to drift from one room to the next, only half cleaning each area as you go. So as someone who struggles with scatter cleaning and decluttering, I have come up with a solution that works to help you stay in one zone so that you can use that fire in your belly without spreading it to all the other areas of your house and will probably just leave you burnt out with more messes to clean up. This is, of course, my four bin method um, that you have probably heard me talk about. If you haven't, episode 41 is where I share the four bin system. Otherwise, I'm gonna give you a quick breakdown. My four bin method for decluttering is a great way to hone your decluttering focus in one area in a way that doesn't slow down the process of clearing clutter. So here are the four bins slash piles that you need. Garbage, a donate bin, a put back pile, and a baby box. Now, the garbage is pretty self-explanatory, right? Anything that is garbage goes in here. One type of garbage that you might hesitate on is that stuff that you know isn't going to be useful at a donation center. You know, there's stuff that is broken, stained, missing pieces, etc. These are items that people tend to avoid tossing because, well, we feel guilty about it. If this is something that you struggle with, I highly recommend checking out episode 30. An unused item is already garbage. Your second pile is going to be your donate bin or your donate box. No declutter session would be complete without a donate bin, right? As you filter through your belongings, simply toss anything you want to donate into a box or a bag so that when your session is done, you can simply scoop up your donations, put them in your car, and get them to the donation center ASAP. Next, the putbacks. Without fail, items in our house will make their way into different areas and different rooms other than where they belong. 
That's where the putback pile comes in handy. After you have finished decluttering an entire area, because I always suggest starting small and staying in one area, and then start smaller than you think you're capable of, because we usually overestimate, you can scoop up all your putback pile and run through the house putting these misplaced items away once you're done decluttering your area. This prevents you from running around the house in the middle of your declutter fest. And the maybe bin is one I prefer to steer clear of, but for the sake of clearing your space quickly and effectively, sometimes it's necessary. The best thing to use for this bin is a box so that you can easily fold up and store away everything once you are done. The maybe bin is where the items that you don't think you want anymore get to go. Maybe you don't really use them, but the idea of completely getting rid of them gives you a lot of anxiety. These items are maybes, and they help you clear your space without committing to a declutter, or a donate, I should say. Lastly, you are most likely going to need to reconnect to your growth and connection desire more than once. This is a habit we have to develop because we have been playing it small and we are so used to doing it. A great way to help yourself stay on track is to download, listen to, or read materials that encourage you to go after those big things that you want. My podcast is a great place to start, or I'd like to think so, as well as spiritual self-help sections in your local library. If you are ready to completely commit to change, check out my Quantum Leap Decluttering Workshop. This is a 90-minute workshop that will help you understand the connection between your stuff and the ways we hold ourselves back. Together, we will walk through what it takes to release your attachment to things so that you can accelerate toward the direction of your wildest dreams. Because I promise you, once you start to learn the emotional connection that you have to stuff and get ready to release it for bigger emotional wins... You can declutter your stuff like it is nobody's business, 10 times and beyond. Hey again, thanks so much for hanging out with me today on the Unstuffed Podcast. It means so much that you chose to carve out some of your precious time just to hang out with me. If you aren't quite ready for our time to end, head to the show notes where you can grab my free declutter checklist, join my newsletter subscription, and connect with me on some of your favorite social platforms. Sending you so much love. Until next time.